Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the first episode of Keep It Funky. Because that's what we do here, man. We keep it funky, you know. That's a slang term for telling the truth. This is all truth and factual song. Yeah. And I'm your host, Mike Dimitri. It's pleased to meet you. Step up. Sit down at the table. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah, how y'all doing? It's September 25th, 2018. I felt it was important to take a time capsule. You know? Never know who may hear this, where this will end up someday. But I felt it was important to capture this moment because we're at an extraordinary moment in American society, in American democracy, and basically whether or not we'll keep having that, if we'll keep having democracy. We're honestly at that point right now. What we have today happening is extraordinary. It's either the 73rd or 75th uh, meeting at the UN. Uh, Donald Trump is talking at the UN today. Um, Also happening at this time is uh, Thursday. His his, uh, appointment for the Supreme Court Justice, a person by the name of Brett Kavanaugh, is preparing for a hearing Thursday in front of the senators, in front of the Senate, in which he will be questioned about being a sexual predator. I think it's important to note that Donald Trump, the person putting up this nominee, has also been accused of sexual assault at least 19 times. So you got a sexual assaulter nominating another sexual assaulter because as of today it's up to three three different alleged victims um sending is only allowing her the one initial uh dr jones i believe her name is uh to speak when there she actually put Another witness in the room, a guy by the name of Mark G. Judge, she said he was in the room. She said they tried to sexually assault her together. And this is a person they want to put forward to the Supreme Court justice. Um, it's important to note that when asked about this. And whether or not they should do an investigation, the senators adamantly think there shouldn't be by the FBI. This is important because lying to the FBI is a federal crime. So just in 
regular conversation. You don't have to be under oath. None of that. Just talking to them and lying to them is a federal crime. So. Kavanaugh doesn't want to talk to the FBI. The White House doesn't want him talking to the FBI. The White House doesn't want an FBI investigation done, period, or the Senate. And the guy who Dr. Jones placed in the room, uh, Mark Judge, doesn't want to talk to the FBI. He was the first one to say he didn't want to talk to the FBI. And that's because he knows that lying to the FBI is a federal crime. So they're basically saying they're basically admitting it. That they, you know what I'm saying? Like, because if you say, I don't want to lie, I don't want to talk to the FBI, period. It's because you have something to hide and it's because you're going to lie and you need to protect your butt. So that's where we stand right now. Um, it's important to note, it's very, very important to note that the real reason why Donald Trump is pushing this nominee so hard is because this is like the only nominee who said things to the nature that he believes no sitting president should be under investigation. He believes no sitting president could be charged for like anything. Like, you know, he believes like the president is just invincible and that doesn't sit with a democracy where each and every man is held accountable for their their actions. You know, there's there's one set of laws supposed to be one set of justice, one system of justice. No man should be above the law. This is important to note because Donald Trump, while running for president, literally said on camera, you can see the video. My supporters love me so much I could shoot a person kill a person in the middle of fifth avenue and nobody would convict me he actually said that man and we're to the point where we're about to see if that shit we're about to see if that's true because he's basically trying to put somebody on the supreme court that will not hold him accountable for rushing conspiracy against the U.S. democracy in the 2016 election in which they helped him win. This is documented fact. Um, his campaign manager, his national security advisor, his assistant campaign manager, uh, what's the guy, Rick Gates, I believe his name is. He came actually into the White House and was there for a while. He pleaded guilty. Like everybody around him has pleaded guilty now to felonies, you know, and they're all talking and working with the government, which is why Donald Trump wants to kill the Mueller investigation, which is an investigation that was done to see how and if he colluded with the Russian government to win the U.S. presidency um, and amongst other things. They're, they're, they're looking into all kinds of things. I think money laundering, all kinds of stuff. This is a really corrupt man. And, and to do an investigation of, of his, his depth 
of corruption, you know, takes a lot. It's going to take a lot. So the Mueller investigation is happening right now. Um, the president is setting up a meeting to meet with Rosenstein, which is the deputy assistant attorney, deputy attorney general. Um, and he's in charge of the Mueller investigation in the Department of Justice. They have a meeting Thursday, which is, I mean, anybody can see what it is. Donald Trump is a is a guy. He's a what's a reality show guy who, uh, you know, he cares about ratings. He understands TV. He understands distraction. You know, I always think of him and I think of, you know, the guy standing on the corner doing uh, three card Molly, you know, what's under the cup, you know, with the three with the three cups, follow the ball, follow the ball. Like he's one of those type of dudes, you know, because he's he's very clear how he does things like but people just don't pay attention. He's 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 so predictable because Thursday, as I begin with saying, will be uh, Brett Kavanaugh's hearing at the Senate, which is going to be, I mean, explosive It's going to be. It's going to be news all over the world. News will be made because it's just such a ridiculous thing that's happening. You know what I mean? A, a, a person that's supposed to be a Supreme Court justice, a person who's supposed to, you know, be a decider or, or a, you know, judge of the law and penalties and, you know, what should be to have that person be so flawed. Allegedly, he's still alleged, but I mean, at the same time today, again, I repeat, we're on the third person um, and these are professional women like Dr. Ford. I believe her name is is a, is a doctor. You know, she has like a Ph.D., all kind of stuff. She's a as she's a teacher at a college. You know, these are these are credible people who were patriotic in saying. I want to speak up, you know, they live with this their whole life, you know the torment and mental anguish they went through, nobody can understand. But for them to say, I feel it's patriotic for me to step forward at this moment before a man is placed onto the Supreme Court for the rest of his life, because those are lifetime appointments. I think I need to say something. I commend them for doing so and applaud them, appreciate them, and God bless them. Um, it's important to note that Brett Kavanaugh's appointment hearing, I'm sorry, his hearing is Thursday. So it's really convenient that while that's happening, Trump wants to meet Rosenstein at the White House on Thursday. He'll probably try and fire him. I mean, he wanted to fire him, I believe, uh, because the New York Times put out a story Friday, I believe, saying that, uh, Rosenstein, right after Comey was fired, the head of the FBI uh, said that he thought he should try and gather people around the president to see if they were willing to go along with Amendment 25, which is a uh, uh, amendment in the Constitution that will allow people to take 
out a sitting president somehow. I don't understand fully, but that's what it is. And he wanted to do that. And supposedly this is what the article claimed that he wanted to um, wear a wire. And he was going he was willing to wear a wire just to show how crazy Donald Trump is. Um, now, this became a big explosive issue because, you know, Donald Trump, thanks to Cambridge Analytica, the company that pretty much gave him all his talking points and and quotes, locker up, all that stuff that came from Cambridge Analytica, a, a British company. Uh, one of their things was uh, was. Uh, oh, man, they did the they did the um, lock her up chant. They did the. Oh man, where was I? Where was I going with that? I'm sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> it happens. This is life. This is life. But uh, anyway, Cambridge Analytica was telling Donald Trump all his his. They was feeding him his information, um, and they they came up with all his chants and things of that nature. And when it came to Sorry about that, guys. I had to collect my thoughts. What I was talking about was the deep state. The Cambridge Analytica also came up with the term deep state, which is something they use, you know, saying there's like a secret government. So it plays into the Republican and Donald Trump's narrative that Rosenstein was part of this secret deep state sent out to destroy him from the beginning. The ironic thing about that is... You have to remember what happened right after Donald Trump fired uh, FBI director James Comey. The very next day, within the like next 48 hours, this happened like within a 48 hour period. He fired James Comey because James Comey would not ease up on the investigation into Mike Flynn, which was his national security advisor, who's already pleaded guilty and is cooperating with the U.S. government. So he asked him to lay off, which, number one, shows he knew something was there and he didn't want it. He didn't want it looked into further. Start there. Number two, being that Rosenstein was saying, let's let I wear a wire so we can show how crazy this man is. It, again, like I said, it plays into their narrative, deep state given to them by Cambridge Analytica. The problem with that is if you're a, if you're a sane person and you remember what happened is the very next day. Donald Trump had like a Russian delegation into the Oval Office, the White House Oval Office. That's not strange. What's strange is, number one, it wasn't on the calendar. It wasn't planned. They just fucking showed up. Number two, he told them, now that I fired Comey, that takes a lot of pressure. I don't want to get it wrong. I'm paraphrasing. It was either off of us or it was off of me. I don't remember which one it was, but if it was off of us, that's even worse. But it's telling them. That he knew something was going on. He's telling them. Third. He immediately gave. The Russians. Some top secret information. That has something to do with. Uh, 
with Israeli uh, secret gathered information on some uh, people and events that was happening in Syria. So he like gave away some of our most top secret uh, information that was given to us from another country or one of our supposed top allies that happened with like within a 48 hour period. Another thing that's important to note, what makes the, the meeting at the white house so strange is that he kicked out all American media. He kicked out all American media. I don't think this has ever happened um, where, you know, you can't just take pictures or just see somebody, you know, we got that information as Americans from Russia. They was the first ones to, to put, you know, pictures out and, and uh, translate a, a transcript of what was talked about. We got that from Russia. We didn't get that from America because Donald Trump wouldn't allow American reporters to report on it. That's weird. Don't you think, you know, it's, it's, it just shows that there's something there. Collusion, conspiracy, whatever you want to call it. It's right in your face. Not to mention in Helsinki, him and Putin sat right next to each other. And Putin said, yes, he wanted Donald Trump to win. Yes, he had his people help. It's on tape. You can see it. They say it on tape. Donald Trump went against his own intelligence agencies. I think it's like 17, last I count, that said Russian colluding and helped him win in our election. He he said it could be anybody, which, again, discredits their work. He's the president of the United States and he's discrediting the United States intelligence apparatus. This is all very, very, very strange. So with all that being said, the fact that Rosenstein, Rosenstein, I don't know which it is. I don't, I'm trying, I don't want to mispronounce it, but I don't, I don't know which one he prefers. Uh, him being the one to say, I'll wear a wire. Let's all get together and, 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 you know, go after the 25th amendment to me that says he was the only sane person in the room he was the only person that was thinking and had our country's interest it's important to note that he was i'm pretty sure used as a tool you know he's probably an ambitious man and donald trump came to him and said look i need you to write this letter to give me a reason to you know put scrutiny or whatever on on uh, James Comey for whatever reason and he did it he wrote the letter Donald Trump got the letter and Donald Trump immediately used that letter as a reason to fire Comey the head of the FBI so you know Rosenstein has some some type of issues with that I'm sure because it, it put his neck on the line it put him as the one who did it you know these are incredible times, man. It's so much happening. And again, one thing about Donald Trump, he is a master of distraction. He wants you to look over here while all the time he's doing this over there. He's a sneaky, sneaky summama. He's one sneaky summama. And people, you know, like to think that he's so ignorant and all this and that, which he may be. But he's good at what he does, which is distraction, 
deceit, all of those things he's very good at. You know what I mean? He's a con man to the 10th power. Maybe the best ever lived. He, he conned his way into a position that's, you know, the top position in the United States, the president of the United States. He's that, you know, and he's trying to appoint and install a Supreme Court justice that will allow him to get away with stealing the election. Because right now, a conservative or Republican vote on the bench would make it six to five, I believe. Yeah, six, five. Uh, so, you know, he'll and Kavanaugh, like I said, is the only person, only judge, federal judge who says the president is above the law. And that's not the way our society is supposed to work. We're all supposed to be held accountable for our actions. No man is above the law. But that's where we are today. So I thought it was very important to get this in a time capsule. Because what people don't understand is not only is it that he'll do things like I know women care heavily about Roe v. Wade because it's, you know, I'm not going to pretend to completely understand that. I understand enough to the point to say I don't want the government telling me what to do with my body. There's no government rules telling men to do with their body. So I don't know why we have that for women. It's not my business. I'm going to just keep it real with you. I'm going to keep it funky. That's not my business. I understand. I feel them. I feel them, though. I'm with them, you know, because I understand. Like, I don't want the government telling me what to do with my body. So I can understand them not wanting the government to tell them what to do with their body. He's going to reverse Roe v. Wade. So I don't know what restrictions come with that. But that's an important issue with them. Um I'm more concerned with things like Brown versus Board of Education. You know, uh, will we go back to school, segregated schools again? Uh, voting rights acts, uh, you know, they can steal elections again, you know, because the truth is Republicans, they don't really like democracy because democracy doesn't work for them or in their favor. Let me tell you why. Democracy is supposed to be one man, one vote. People tend to have more aligned um, beliefs uh, in interests. That's a better word. People, people tend to have more aligned interests with democratic policies because, you know, it's like... Now they're starting to put with with Obamacare. It's like free health care. What else? Free health care. More. They believe in more, more services for the people. They believe a government should help the people in, you know, different ways. Lots of ways. Republicans believe less government, Uh, you know. They want to do less services. Uh, they don't like welfare, but have no problem with corporate welfare. They, they'll they give millions to m- companies that are already worth millions, but they don't like feeding hungry poor people. 
Uh, they think that's a waste, uh, you know. So my point being, like, people aren't rich. Most people aren't rich. Uh, Republicans have a, a leaning towards wealthy and corporations. Uh, Democratic Democratic platforms are more for the people. Uh, uh, checks and balances, uh, regulations, uh, you know, they don't want you to poison the water. They don't want you to poison the air, you know, things of that nature. Republicans don't care. They're like, who cares about the air? Make money. We support, uh, companies. Democrats support the worker. They support unions. Uh, Republicans are against unions because unions want more money, better conditions for their employees, so on and so forth. So people's interests usually align more with Democratic platforms because there's more poor people than there are rich people. But however, Republicans have this amazing propaganda tool called Fox News in which They've tricked maybe half of the population, whatever half of the population in America that watches them into literally going against their interests. I've had people literally argue with me that, uh, you know, the, the minimum wage shouldn't go up, which is just I don't understand that argument. How can you argue that people should make less money or not more money, you know, when due to inflation and just the cost of living, we all know everything goes up. Everything is going up. Everything. Food is going up. Gas is going up. Rent is going up. Bills are going up. The only thing not going up is people's wages. So everybody's living in poverty and going sinking deeper and deeper into poverty. But nobody's wages are going up. I don't understand how you can make that argument sanely, you know. Um, and I've had even Democratic people make that argument, you know, people that I love and trust. Like, oh, no, because if everybody made more money, then what about my check? That doesn't make sense. If people who have less education, less experience than you make more money, that automatically means You'll make more money because your education and experience will entitle you to a higher wage as well because you have that level of experience or training. I just don't understand that, you know, um, but people always complain they don't have enough, but they don't want to vote in ways that align with their interests. And that blows my mind. Where I was going with all that is that it's very important to know that Kavanaugh is also very pro-government, very pro-business. Uh, so, you know, uh, unions and things of that nature, workers' rights, they're going to be gutted, you know, poison and pollution. It's going to go, it's going to run rampant, you know. It, it's just a matter of time before America has its own Fukushima or uh, or uh, uh, what's the place in Russia? I forget. 
uh, I forget the, the place where the nuclear reactor uh, melted down and it messed up a whole city in, in Russia, a huge city. Uh, I believe it happened in Ukraine. Um, but, you know, that is just a matter of time before that will happen on American soil. He's for all that. He's for companies. He's against the person, the individual, which is what we're supposed to be about in a democracy, you know. So he's a he's a horrible, scary pig, man. This man will set America back. 50, 60 years, which is actually what Republicans want, because, again, coming to the point I was making is that it's not in their interests. That is one man, one vote. That's why they want to suppress voter turnout and things of that nature, because they know if people vote their interests, they vote Democratic. Most of them, not all of them, most of them, because most people's interests are aligned more with the Democratic platform. Because it's about a government that is for you, not a government that is in opposition of you. And you just do as you're told, you know, it's very important. He'll he'll take us back to that. You know, I mean, what's well and then what will be next? Segregated schools. That that is first. That's when Roe v. Wade. That's right there. Uh, they're going to mess up. One man, one vote, vote through voter suppression and all these different tactics they'll use uh, IDs and things of that nature, specific IDs. They'll mess up the voter uh, count by suppression because that's what they want. Because, you know, when you have not many people voting out, that's when they win. But when people come out and really vote, that's how you got Barack Obama two times as the president of the United States. You know, they don't want that. So they want to suppress vote. Uh, you know, corporations will have absolutely no, no rain that they can just literally do whatever they want to. Um, what else? Uh, what's next? You know, uh, uh, Jim Crow again, you know, who I mean, we're not that's not even laughable. That's the sad part. That's not normally that will be laughable in 2018. But if this man is appointed, it's very possible, man. This is a very, very important time in this world we living in. And I just thought it was important to take note. So we have a responsibility, man. I don't have a, a political agenda. I just state the truth. I keep it funky. You know, I don't have a political agenda. My political agenda is love, peace, love, humanity. That's who I support. That's who I'm for. I'm for humans being our best, being what we were supposed to be. You know, I want us to achieve greatness and ascend to more, ascend to something better. That's what I'm for. You know, I'm not for. The, 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 the BS and the propaganda. I don't support that. I support peace, love, and, and you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I believe we can go to a utopian society, you know, where everybody can have what they need. Everybody can get what they want. 
It's just right now. There's a few having all suppressing the many. So we need to do something about it. So I thought it was important to put this in a time capsule. And again, this your host, Mike Dimitri. And we here are keeping it funky. Because that's what we need to do, y'all. We at a point where we need to keep it funky. You know, we got to stop all this, all this mad, madness and nonsense and all this hate. It's time to spread some love, y'all. Don't you agree? I think that's what time it is. And I think that's where we need to go from this point forward. Because the world is a beautiful and strong place. And it's going to survive with or without us. As the dinosaurs. And if you think you're stronger than a dinosaur, you're crazy. Dinosaurs was the strongest thing to ever walked the planet. Yet they're extinct. And we think that we could just keep polluting and destroying the planet with no repercussions. And that's not how it works. There's a Native American. Uh, phrase that. Is I think it's very important. People off, often forget. It's not until all the trees are gone and all the water is poisoned that we'll realize you can't eat money and you can't drink oil. That's that's where we are, man. I love y'all. Listen, let's do it again soon. Keep it real. No better yet. Keep it funky.